Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to All by the Popcorn. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we're going to talk about the sixth episode of Indiana Jones. Spring Break Adventure. Princeton and Mexico, 1916. We were not prepared for this. I was not prepared to lose Little Indy. <sighs> I was really excited to move on to Sean Patrick Flannery. But now I regret everything. I don't know. I'm not like terribly disappointed in this episode i just was more so like what is going on what is this shit it's totally new i like i don't know it seemed like it was the same but then again it just like it was very different the feeling was very different well because it's it's different having all those like campy moments with a kid than with than with a grown-ass man, in my opinion. <laughs> okay, what were you going to say before we started this? Well, what's your big start here that you, that you need to just get off your chest? <laughs> well, no. It's too mean. Is it really mean? Yeah, I pretty much was going to call this episode a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't like... No, it was pretty bad, yeah. Yeah. It was going to be something along the lines of, all right, let's get into this piece of garbage episode. That's pretty much what it was going to be. Um, well, I suppose we'll just start from the beginning, because that is... I... So, if it started, and I... Uh, we had no idea that Sean Patrick Flannery was going to be in this episode. I honestly thought we had a little bit more of Young Indy. We do not look ahead at all. Like, I have no reference for this show whatsoever. I just... I just watch it. So, the fact is, like, I was like, <laughs> Sean Patrick's in this? And it's... And it's the Foxy Dad. Because when they were filming it, it was, like, earlier, you know, so it's, like, the Foxy Dad's actually in it. But then, but then it, like, it, like, stayed the Foxy Dad. Like, it did. the dad never no, changed. It never changed because they until, didn't have to do reshoots Until they gave him that really shitty makeup in the second half. Oh, yeah, they did they you see that? really bad makeup of, like, an older man. God, but it looked, he to... didn't even look old. He just looked like a young man with old makeup. I said, real test, is this the Foxy Dad? And it is. Because when they filmed this this show, they filmed it all out of order. They filmed this part earlier, probably at the same time they were filming the young indie stuff, so. So, okay, so for, for the full, like, first, well, for the for the full episode, um, is this so, because, because I, because you know how this is canon to the movies. Yeah. So, but isn't it kind of out of order? Because they're already talking about Nazis when Indiana Jones has his own Nazi movie. They were not talking about Nazis. They were talking about the Germans. They're not Nazis. They're just Germans. They never said the And there's Nazi. a war going on with the Germans. Yes. World War One Is with Germans. Yes. Okay. Because I was confused about that the whole time. Y- yes. I don't know if you remember history, but it's literally World War One. <laughs> 
Like, the I Germans thought, lose really badly, and then they become even angrier for World War II to come around. What's the war with Vietnam? The Vietnam War in the 60s. Okay. That's completely off different. It's like 20 years after World War II. Ergo, Emily sucks at history. Yeah, you're not the best. Let's move on. All right. Well, this show's supposed to help you. That's that's the point of it. I mean, I feel like it's really doing something, at least. It, it made me look up some... I actually looked up the Mexican Revolution. Yeah. Because I had no idea what the heck Pancho that was. Pancho Villa. I had no idea who that was. I just... It was interesting because Indy was right smack in the, in the middle of it. But I guess we'll get there because the first half of the episode takes place in Princeton, New Jersey, where he's from. Yes. And he's going to high school and he has a girlfriend who's clearly smarter than her. Smarter than him. At times, though. I don't know. She was annoying. I don't I, I liked her in the beginning. Okay. Could please tell me that you wrote down some, some time footage. Um, I some, did write down some. Some time for that for that barn scene. Oh, Yes. I did write down oh, the Barnes. My okay, God, we'll get there. So let's let's just start at the beginning. So really, it's like he's in, okay. So he's in high school. It's basically setting the scene for the idea that he needs a car to go to prom. He needs a cool car. A cool. Car. He doesn't just need a car. And he doesn't. He needs even... a cool car because it has to be cooler than what Buster. What the heck was his name? Buster sounds about right. And so Sean Patrick Flannery needs to take his girlfriend, Nancy. Yes, Nancy. And he needs to take her to prom in a nice car and just show everybody up. So he's been dating Nancy for a long time, it seems. Like, they're really close. Um, But they're also, like, kids. They're, like, what? Like, sophomores? Like, he can't be that. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know. Because maybe... They definitely knew each other for a while, but I don't know how long they were actually together because because that girl in the in the soda fountain was also hoping that Indy would ask her to prom. That's right. So so maybe that wasn't like official. Maybe they it's, it was a little it's complicated. I don't know. I don't know. But she did mention in it she's like that's why we make such a good couple or something. Yeah, to yeah. him. So I don't know. I just thought they didn't have the spark. She didn't. They were kind of just, like, together in scenes. They weren't really, like, interested in each other. Although I did like Sean Patrick Flannery. Like, he wasn't terrible. I liked him at times. <laughs> until that barn scene. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. He seemed really dumb at times. And, like, not not anything like his younger self or like his older self. No, exactly. I know. It's so weird. He's, like, completely different. Because, seriously, when we were watching the little baby Indy, like, he actually looked like, like, he acted like he could have grown up into Indiana Jones. But now we're at Sean Patrick. And I'm like, yeah, I know. You're, like, you're supposed to change and grow up and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but this guy's, like, drive for life is, like, not even the same like he spent the whole episode just complaining about what they had to do and then you know he wasn't it was his girlfriend that had the the you know intrigue like she was like the nancy drew basically i think that's probably why they named her nancy probably um i mean except for in the second half when he actually says that he wants to be an archaeologist but that's right he does say that um the second half i think was way more true to indy than the first half like is for in terms of like his character of what we know from the movies yeah, there, he just, just, there still was just so much happening. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, that second half. And that first half! I can't even. So I was confused to where they live, but it's it's Princeton, New Jersey, and apparently Indy still has Indy, the dog? Indiana. Yeah, Indiana, the dog. But like, he mentioned the dog. He did. Yeah, but we never saw the dog. And I'm, 
I was, like, concerned with the fact that Miss Seymour was no- nowhere to be found, and neither was the mom. Because... The mom you, died. The mom's dead. But I, the first half was not explained. Like you didn't know that she died. No, you didn't know until the second half. That's why. That's why. Like when when this happened, like I was I was watching it. I was watching it. He says it. I go what? And then tons of other shit happens. So yeah. I'm like I'm like quickly writing things much, down. Too much to handle. And then later, and I'm like, oh, and the mom died. Like yeah. after that, oh my god, completely it was ridiculous. So I don't even know. they it was adorable because he didn't have a car and he rode the, this horse with his girlfriend through the city, and I thought that was pretty cute. Yeah, dragging the car. Um, I and then so they go to the Edison plant because some guy comes over to their house claiming he's an inventor at the Edison plant. And that he, Edison gets all of the um, credit for everything that they do. Basically, Edison is the idea guy, and everybody else is, like, you know, the ones who have to make it happen. Yeah, because he's trying to make, like, uh, he's trying to make, like, an electric-powered... Car. Battery. Like, he's for, trying for to the make... car. He's, try, he's trying to make the special battery for the car. Yeah. So that oil is no longer... Uh, is be, Becomes obsolete. Yes. Which is basically a Tesla. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and, you know, it only took another hundred years for that to happen. Well, so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was not like they were going to... But basically, the oil companies are jealous of this, and so they try to steal the plans. Or that's the idea, that they're, like, trying to steal the plans in order to to stay on top as oil companies, which they still are on top. It's not like it's gone away, but... I just thought it was weird how in the first half, like, they didn't even try to give the dad, like, some makeup. Because in, like, the little theme song, or, like, you know, the beginning part with all the music, like, when they're when they're walking on the sidewalk and bickering, I'm like, yeah. I'm like the dad has not changed at he all. He looks exactly the same. He looks exactly the same. And they're both foxy. So you're, like, watching it, and you're like... Until, <laughs> did you see, like, did you see how horribly Sean Patrick Flannery aged during the transition? Like, did you see that? Yeah, I He did. had, like, a gross pedo stash. Yeah. And he yeah. had, like, a wrinkly forehead. I know. Like, did you see how old he looked, like, in that transition? I, no, I'm gonna have to look again. Oh, God, he looks so what? gross. Okay, so, well, we still have this first part. I'm we sorry. We're not we, talking we, about the first part. You are going all off the rails. You keep trying to talk about the rest of this episode. We need to talk about the beginning. We're going too slow. I, it's a slow-ass beginning of this episode. Like, nothing is going on. Nothing is happening. They go to this cute soda fountain, and the girl's like... Because Indy works there. Okay, mm. so Indy's being totally superficial. He's and he's like, got the same haircut as the, the little Indy does. He's like, I totally seem to show up, but It's adorable. Whatever the heck his name is. Butch, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. What's his, That's him. What's his name? I don't know what his name is. Buddy? What's his name? Drive that pile of junk to the front. When we get this baby souped up, it's going to blow the doors off that tin Lizzie. He, he, he doesn't say his name. Well... Anyways, he, he's fighting for himself. He's like, but basically it's just about a car. It's nothing really circumstantial. And his girlfriend's all like chill about it. She's like fixing up, trying to fix up this car. Well, because you know how important it was to Indy to, to drive. Yeah. And so this guy comes over to their house and he says he can fix the car because he works at Edison. That's what I was trying to get to earlier. Sorry. <laughs> fix her dad's car. This old ass man who is the father of... His girlfriend Nancy, who He's writes so these novels, old. who writes these adventure novels. So Indy talks with this guy, like, "Oh, this is a good idea for your, um, 
Tom, story. Tom Smith or something yeah. like whatever the heck his For, name like, is. like whatever character Tom Smart. this guy and like he was like I was reading this really interesting archaeological book about the you know Mayans or something and how there's um, like tunnels under or wherever. Yeah. Maybe I can find that because I thought it was he was just like telling him, you know, maybe I've got Tom stuck in an Incan tomb, surrounded by rocket rangers, and his stun gun doesn't work. The villain is flooding the tomb with water, and I don't know how to get Tom out. Well, have you read Hiram Bingham's account of the discovery of ruins in Machu Picchu? No. We discovered this incredible Inca city about five years ago. I've been reading about his discoveries in National Geographic. Bingham. B I N G H A M. That's it. Anyway, you know, the Incas were incredible stonemasons, and he thinks there might be a complex maze of underground tunnels under the Machu Picchu. But he doesn't want to open them up because he thinks the whole thing might cave in. Well, I bet if Tom can get inside these tunnels, he could give him a slip. I'll corner them. Okay, I'm just reading this little description underneath. Mm-hmm. And it says, Indy and his girlfriend, Nancy Stratemeyer, whose father created the Nancy Drew mystery series. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, did I not call that? Did I not just say that ten minutes ago? Stratemeyer, whose father created the Nancy Drew mystery series. Wow. That is so right, because that is exactly what kind of character this girl is. <laughs> She's just like Nancy Drew. She's always like, I'm going to investigate this and do this myself, and... You know, she's the one who figures... So they go to Edison's place after this, and they try to get the car fixed. And while they're there, this crazy shit goes down. Oh my gosh, this, like, van shows up and steals... What's his name? Uh, it's He, like, steals the, the doctor or something, like, the plans. He steals the plans for and, the battery. And this guy... <laughs> I just I did honestly I I didn't understand anything that was going on in this episode. I was like they had to take a train to Edison's place. And that took forever. And then it was and then Colson showed up. Like what? Like what is it? Is what is it Monday and they're like trying to get this done before Thursday, which is prom or something? Yeah, I didn't understand the timeline for this at all. So they're there and, like, these people steal these plans and everything, and Coulson's there, and he's like, yeah, they took the plans. Coulson! Yeah. yeah. I wrote, I man, wrote, it's Coulson! I wrote Coulson! And then, like, um, they're, and then they, like, like, he gets in a dispute with this guy, with the policeman about what this guy said in another language, and I just had to, like, had to go and find Yeah, he's that. like, no, he said baby farmer. Yeah. He's it's like, no, really I'm pretty funny. sure he said chicken burps or something, whatever the yeah, heck yeah. he like Chicken said. burp, right. It was Schneldeunchen, or Thorchen, I can't remember. Quick the baby's burping? No, 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 sir, I think that means quick the chicken is burping. Thank you, kid, but Thorchen means baby's burping. I know that for a fact. What? And Please, huh? I'm finished with you, Tilly. You can both go home. Come on. But what? Can we have a generator back? Oh, no, I'm sorry, kid. And, this of course, he couldn't get the generator back to fix the car. So then the police has got this car. And, and I don't know. I just think that this episode wasn't very well written. <laughs> it was... I felt like it was all over the place. It was... I didn't feel like it was very on character with Indy. No, I would not say that. No. 
I also... But I did think Sean Patrick Flannery was a looker. Because he is. He's very sexy. But... (laughs) (laughs) But he was really making me mad at some some points. Yeah. Because he's not as forgiving for being how young he is. In the first ones, the mistakes that, that little Indy makes are because he's like, you know, six... Like, well, and wow. it's also because he's just, like, throwing a baseball around and not, you know, joining the Mexican Revolution. Like, I, 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 I Like, these aren't the tie, the same things that really Baby not, Indy was getting into. Like, I know. They're just... Baby Indy wasn't, like, he was running off and just, like, running amok. And this guy is just, like, doing crazy shit. And then, so they're, they're like, investigating this more, and then they go into this barn... Like, we're doing a terrible job explaining this episode because it's not very well, like, organized. It's kind of like an all-over-the-place kind of episode. Quick so. quick catch-up. Yeah. School. Yeah. Sorry, Indy, can't drive the car because the car's broken. Okay. Can I hang out with you? No, I got... I got... <laughs> I'm not even doing this even better. We have... Nope, I can't. Uh, I can't... They Let's need to continue. fix the car. They take it to Edison's. They they witness a robbery. And then uh, they're trying to figure out who stole the plans to this. So that's basically what's going on. That's the whole mystery of this episode. And the lead right now is Germans. The lead that people think that it is Germans... Is because they spoke Because German. there's a war going on. And they're like, it's German spies, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they spoke German. So, anyways... Then they go into this barn because something leads them into the barn like a clue. No, okay, there was, like, some major foreshadowing. Remember on the train when they just, like, blatantly show a picture of this random-ass barn out of the window? Yeah. And then Indy sees it. Like, Nancy does, like, Nancy's, like, looking looking at the old lady who's, like, knitting. Like, Mm -hmm. she's not even looking out the window. And then, as they're leaving Edison's plant, Nancy's like, Indy, don't you remember seeing that that totally obvious chicken farm outside of the train on the way up here. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. That's, was... that's why they're there. All right. Thank you, because I was not even paying attention to that part. I was paying way too much attention to this to this episode. Oh, well, good. You can clarify some things for me. But anyways, you got to listen to what happens in the stand bar. Oh, my gosh. Just the whole scene is just infuriating. Terrible. It's just the worst scene. So they're walking through. It's very dark and scary. There's some light showing through. Look, over there. I don't know what she was pointing at. There's nothing there. She sees a very odd pile of hay that happens to be covering the car. Hey, look at this. It's like oil. She she finds the oil. Look. There's some kind of sticker on the window. I L C H R. He's like smacking the car. Smacking them. Can you see? Oh my god, this bar is so He's holding her hand now. She she wrote down this the the thing on her hand, and now he's like trying to smooch her, and she like shoves him. I'm sorry, you okay? She 
Wait, I got Okay. So he, he's like, Nancy, you have beautiful hands. Because she wrote this thing on her hand. And so, you know, they're in like a nice romantic bar. And he's kind of getting close to her, even though they have something they should be doing right now. Not like smooching in a barn. And she's like, no, come on, Indy. Don't do that right now. <laughs> you know, like... Like a smart person. And she's not even, like, playfully, like, you know, no. shoving him away. Like, she literally full-on pushes him. Pushes him. Falls right back into this this door, like, this back part of the barn. Falls right through. Breaks the plywood. Breaks the plywood. Like, the plaque. And falls right on his just ass. falls on some hay. Like, like cause she, she pushed like, him. She forced him away. Like, this is, like, an abusive relationship. Like, <laughs> why did she do that? What, what was driving her to push him away so hard? Hard. It's her boyfriend. I don't like, know. Like, what kind of relationship do they have where she finds it necessary to do that is what I'm trying to say. Yes, please. <laughs> you know, it's like, I understand, like, if she, like, why was she the one who had to push him away so hard? He wasn't even coming on to her that strong. <laughs> he was kind of just, like, getting close to her. Like, unnaturally, he should, because it's, you know, you know what I mean? It just What's was that? odd. Somebody's here. Oh shit, they heard you. You just got pushed in the planks. It was so loud. Okay, but after this, we're gonna ride out to West Orange and tell the police. Oh my god, and then this part. Nancy? Nancy! And then he starts yelling! And then he runs into chains that are right in front of his damn face. That weren't there to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... What? What was the scene? What was going? Why? She. I don't. I don't understand what was happening because they were. I don't understand what the point of it was in the first place. They were like they were first being quiet, checking out the van. She completely shoves him, and they make a whole bunch of ruckus, and then they hear things outside. So then she goes so off now to she's look at like, it. Oh, did they hear us? Like, are they here? And so then she runs off, and he's like, I don't know, covering up the the car or something with hay, looks up, she's not there, starts screaming. Starts screaming! And then just runs into some hanging chains, steps on a rake that hits him in the face, he falls down and hits something else. Yells again, like, did you hear him again? When he hit yeah. it, he, he goes like, ah! <laughs> like, he does it again! Like, the anatomy of this scene is just awful. And then, and then she comes out, Andy, what are you doing? Like, she's, like, still whispering. And I'm like, I'm like, why are you even bothering? You should have been, you should have been whooping and hollering, just being like, we're here, Germans, we're here. Like, it doesn't even matter, because they were just, are you being quiet, or are you being loud? Fucking make a decision. Of course they heard you. He was such a, and he was, like, being such a horny teenager, just, like, in the, in the barn. I think that was, like, the most, um, like, believable thing that was going on with this this episode it was it was a little ill-placed it was ill-placed because because he he like very seriously says like oh okay let me see what you wrote down even though the fucking sticker was right there on the car like he could have just looked at it but he's like oh let me see your hand and then and then he just randomly like i don't know like it just feels like she's the sleuth in the situation he's literally just a klutz to, to hang out with but then the second, but then towards the end, like then they they switch roles completely. Yeah, like they do, he yeah. like he becomes helpful and she's the one being the nuisance. Like I don't yeah, even I don't know what was go- I don't understand. What- like who who was supposed to be the stronger character in this episode? Because it seriously felt like it kept flip flopping between Indy and Nancy. Yeah, they were both bleh. Like, eh. they weren't they weren't helping each other out. They were like they were just overpowering each other at different times. Like it was ridiculous. 
And so then, what? You know, I didn't know that the mom had died at this point, even though I guessed it, and I said, do you think she decided to run off with Puccini after all? <sighs> <sighs> I bet you Puccini died, too. <laughs> really? Yeah, of, like, cholera or something. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Gosh. Like, he got right. a virus in his mustache and then yeah, died. And then died. I um and then they were like looking through then they went into like the lab or something and the muse it's like cause they found out where these plans were being held and it turns out it wasn't the Germans, that it was like the oil companies or something. And then they're like getting closer and closer to finding these plans in the safe and the, the music's getting higher and higher and higher. Was it? Did you not notice that part? No. Oh, okay. Let's see if I can find it. Because I was like, it's getting higher and higher. They must be finding something. And they like, then again, at the beach. Like, at the... Oh, yeah. They go at to the beach. And the then Indy's like, I have to go to work. And she's like, but this is more important. He's like, I have priorities here. Lady. And then she disappears again. And then Indy's yelling. Like, like again, they, they yeah. meet at the beach. And he's like, he yeah. parks. He, like, sees her bike. And he's like, Nancy! 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 And like, she's, she's like, Indy, be quiet. And I'm like, oh, my God. Make a decision! It's like, just being such a... Giant oak, there, that's you know? that's where he's loud again. Yeah, God, it's so annoying. It's like at the beach where she said she. Obviously, was she's here. There's her freaking bike. Wait for it, Nancy. There you go, <laughs> Nancy. He's just running around yelling like an oaf. I know. With this cute little tie. Are you crazy? We're not supposed to be here. <laughs> She's like whispering him to be quiet. And he's going, we're not supposed to be here. He's yelling. Oh I'm my god! Like the Germans are going to see you, you ass. God. Oh my gosh. Uh, just what? He's like, and then he calls her on the phone. and Oh, it's because, okay, so they were at the beach because, so while they were at the barn, they found the inventor guy. They found him, and they're like, oh, he kept, they kept saying, like, high tide and low tide. And they're like, oh, obviously, a submarine's gonna come and pick right. up the Germans. Submarine, that's so right. that's why we gotta go to the beach. Yeah. So that's why they were at the <laughs> that's beach. That's why they went to the beach. And then, so, no go, there was no submarine. The police were there, and they're like, get out of here, you crazy kids. And um, Yeah, basically. Yeah. Indy, go back to work, you're fired. And, um, and then... What Nancy does some more sleuthing, and then how did they end up at the oil refinery? Because they saw they found the oil on the car in That's the right. barn, so that 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 was what brought them to the refinery. And then they found out that the end of those letters that she found were like the, was the end of the sign of the oil refinery. Remember? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then they get there and they find the plans in the safe and. Yeah, so now they're sleuthing at the oil refinery. Um, oh, and I found it. It goes up. the part where it gets really high. Yeah, they're in a fairly well-lit office, and he still has a flashlight. It's for the movie, Emily. Do you hear how high this music's going? <laughs> wow. What a build I didn't even notice, but I yeah, did. there you go. Yeah, so, there's that. 
And then she's like, oh, let me try and let me try and open it with my hair clip. And then he's like, okay, cool. Let me and try. He just breaks it, which is, which is a very indie move. It was. I, I did really like that, actually. It just wasn't played well. It didn't play well on the TV, but. So then they found the plans and then they go, they go talk to the guy who works for Edison, who was supposed to fix the car in the first place. And then they're like. How'd you know that the oil came from the refinery or something? And they realized that he was the one who set up everything. No, it was his shoes. So while they were sleuthing Mm -hmm. at the oil refinery, they saw some fancy shoed guy Mm. um, going over there and, like, making deals. And they're like, okay, we got to make sure no one finds these plans. And um, and so that, you know, oil doesn't doesn't go obsolete. Um, And they saw his shoes. And so then when they were going back to the Edison plant to give him back the plans, they noticed his shoes. And that's when Nancy said it. Like, Nancy... They knew, and then they just literally... She tells him, they turn toward him and go, so what were you doing at the plant? <laughs> like, it's like within a minute of each other. They don't even, like, try to, like, protect themselves or anything. They just go out and say Yeah, no, she goes, them. yeah, she, like, whispers to Indy, like, those are the same shoes. He was there. And then they go, why would you steal your own plans, mister? And then we have the car chase scene. Which was Insane. ridiculous. She's like, can you go any faster? And then he goes, Nancy, I can't go any faster. This is a Model T. <laughs> And then he tries to go on a shortcut, yeah. and Nancy was being so annoying during oh this part. Oh my god, this, you she have used... to explain what this bridge is like, though. Like, oh there was god. no way that he would have been able to go across this thing. No, so there was, so the shortcut that he took, which was stupid, he's like, he's like, I know a shortcut, and Nancy's like, there's no time for shortcuts! And she's like, yelling. Yeah, And I'm like, screaming. I'm like, girl, can you shut up? And then, and so then, so the shortcut basically was this crossed those like crossed off area where people shouldn't go through because it's a broken bridge yeah like pieces the, the of bridge is like yeah pieces of like blanks the, are yeah we're just completely gone it. and the yeah. only thing left was like these two like so the bridge had all the horizontal pieces but the only pieces were like a few horizontal pieces but then they were only these two vertical pieces so the right the where wheels, the wheels would go wheels on the vertical going pieces on the vertical the pieces yeah like the that's the idea. The structure, like the structure, was still there, but like all of the. It's just he knew exactly where the wheels would be. But so. the, at this point, she was grabbing the wheel and she was going like this, and I was like, "Oh my god, girl, you guys are both gonna die!" Like, cause it's she, a, she, it's a wonder they didn't. Cause die. she was like, "Don't go this way," and she like grabs the wheel, and they're like fighting over the wheel, and I'm like, "Can you?" Also, how, how, and why would he know where a shortcut would be? When, when did he, when did he spend some time on the Edison plant to know exactly where to go? He wouldn't. How often is he there? Never. Anyways, they catch the guy and they're like, he's like, I would have gotten away with it if you weren't for your meddling kids. They, and they-, they almost hit each other. The cars <laughs> the cars veer off yeah. away from each other and like... The guy like crashes. The guy's... Yeah. And then they go back to Coulson and then Edison himself is like, thanks for solving this, you know, problem. I couldn't have done it without you guys. And he's like, you know what? You can have my little really expensive drag racer to take to to the prom and that's it which that's... which honestly looked like a bitch to get into with a prom dress on so i just don't understand how they're having prom like how old what don't you have prom and then you have the end of 
like senior year isn't that isn't that the end i guess he's a senior yeah i don't know but then spring break comes in the next part of the episode so what what does it even mean he's definitely not a senior maybe it was like a fall of yeah like maybe a, it was like, like a, a winter prom or something yeah, like a winter ball they never explained because prom usually comes at the end of the year it just it doesn't make sense to me <sighs> this whole thing doesn't make sense um and so wait don't go too far i'm not this is prom that's it. Um, and then it shows Indy in class. That's it. That's the only transition. There's no other transition. There's there's a weird transition. You have to look. He, like, grows a weird stash. You have to You have to. Watch. Oh, he looks older for sure. Him and Nancy grow, like, two years. Which is a lot for a teenager. You know? So Indy comes to the comes to prom looking super cool shows shows off his uh little little drag racer to a brandon and uh they all have a good old good old hockey game what i don't know (laughs) okay let me just read some of my notes all right so i said man spf gets thrown around a lot no, they're not driving over that. Oh, my God. Indy doesn't ever listen to her. I mean, I feel like they have zero chemistry. She's smart and everything. I just don't see them together. How's this going to work? Really? You said that? She says that. She goes, you never listen to me. Really? Yeah. She, like, says it all huffy, like, while they're while they're racing after this guy. <clears throat> Maybe that's where I got it But, from. like, but everything she was saying, like, wasn't making sense. Like, she was, like, pretty much Indy was making all the decisions and decided to go on the shortcut. And she was just sitting there going, like... Like, we don't have time for a shortcut. Don't go this way. You never listen to me. Stop, Indy. So go faster, Indy. Like, it you know, was if this so episode annoying. If this episode of All by the Popcorn it seems like a train wreck, it's because this episode of Indy was a train wreck. I'm sorry. I just can't. I, I thought it was garbage. <laughs> it's, compared to the last episode, that was, like, amazing. The best episode ever. It's just, this is just so downhill. So downhill. It was so bad. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> All right, let's see. Do I have any interesting notes? I like. I was too busy just like looking at this in awe than taking notes. Um. <sighs> yeah, I said Nancy's dad was way old. Oh Fo- yeah, he Foxy was really dad old. still Foxy question mark. Yeah, and then I wrote should be old. He doesn't even care about his son. He's like. Literally every single time we see him in this episode, he's, like, reading a book. Well, and, like, and whenever they talk to each other, like, in the second half, he goes, like, yes, sir. Like, he never, like, which I know was how it was when he was a kid, too, but, like, Oh, no, there's, I don't this, know. there's actually a really cute part with him and his dad when he's, like, about to go on his little adventure. He talks to him in Latin. And he's, like, be careful, son, and he's, like, I will, dad, or something. But he says that in Latin. It still sounded like they were being very serious. I liked it. I don't know. I just don't think... I don't think they're, uh... They're really meshing well anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alright, so can we look at this transition scene? Yeah, we gotta see this transition because I said, he's so much older, what happened? Look at that caterpillar on Indy's face. Yeah! I did notice it. Um, So we've got the prom going on. They come up to prom and then... And there's a transition. She has to get out of this car with her dress on. I thought it was fine, Emily. It's it's okay. 
It's not like it's a big poofy princess dress or something. He just gives his car to somebody to drive to a park. Take spot. that, Brad. Then and now it's just it. That's it. It's just like, that's it. They're just transferred into another day out. That's cool. Indy, how are you? Yeah, it I does. I can't wait for you to get down here. And so he's he's riding his cousin or something? Yeah, I think that's his cousin. You crazy when and he's you see so it. much older. See you soon, your cousin Frank. Okay, yeah. Okay, it's his cousin Frank. I thought it was his And cousin. look at he has like a receding hairline. Yeah. Like how old is he now? I don't know. It's like five years later he's got a freaking caterpillar mustache. A his receding hairline. He's literally five years older too. She looks so much older. If not it's not the same person, I don't know, but it just seems like he doesn't even care about her. And so then him and his dad are going down and then he's he's so him and his dad are taking a train down to uh, visit their cousins in New Mexico. And He's also writing Lawrence of Arabia at the same time as well. Yeah, Ned wrote him a letter because we remember we were talking about this in the very first episode of Indiana Jones. Young Indiana Jones about how the Anubis thing did not have an ending. And we were really confused. Like, what happened to this thing? Did he ever catch him? Turns out he didn't catch him. Because the but then, do you it. remember, like, when I told you that I'd kind of snooped forward and yeah, watched... I watched, do remember. Watched, like, the official first episode? Like, this whole second half, like, happened in it. Yeah. Yeah. Within the first episode. Yeah. And I cannot imagine that even happening. It would have been such a weird weird episode to have. Yeah, yeah. First of all, it was, like, long as hell. Oh, yeah. Especially Both in very es- sandy brown places as well. Like, there's nothing to see. Yeah, especially with Indy, for baby Indy first starting off in Egypt and then ending with Sean Patrick Flannery in Mexico. Yeah. It, like, it's all over the place. So we keep referring back to talking to Lawrence of Arabia, who keeps sending these letters to Indy, and he's like, I remember you when you were a kid, and there's, like, a picture of them together, and it's, like, it's cute, but it's also, like, where is this going? Why do we have this? Turns out the guy who killed his friend is in Mexico, and so then he finds him and kills him or whatever. It's a jackal. Jackal? You know? Yeah. That's my note. Um, yeah. Third third note in on this part two. I wrote, is it really gonna make a full circle? Like, that's... Which it kind of did. I mean, it kind of closed it up, but it's not satisfyingly. Definitely not satisfyingly. Um, okay. So the second half starts with him talking with, uh, with Miss Seymour's old bae, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. That's right. And... And he's also writing letters to his cousin Frank, which his is cousin... Is his cousin supposed to be the same age as him? Because he literally looks like he's 30. His... Yeah. <laughs> Frank, Frank looks like... Wait. And also, Wendy's on the train going down to New Mexico, and he sees this girl on the train, and I'm like, you cannot resist a girl. You cannot resist a girl. He's, like, always making googly eyes at the girls. Always. That is that is an indie trait. He, he is always... He can't resist them. But yeah, like, Sean Patrick Farrell, he's like, so much older. Like I don't I don't understand. Yeah, it's until they meet back up with with his cousin Frank that he like gets young again. But like, oh my gosh, is this it? Is this yeah. his really old this face? Is the, this is the old face. Okay, Where's we, his gotta, old we face? gotta watch this. So they're taking a train down to New Mexico. 
And those are their their cousins. Like, I just remember seeing this really gross scene of just like him being really greasy and like yeah. like this really disgusting. His hair looks just terrible compared to the way it looked from previously. Oh, it looks so gross. This is your great discovery? It's a bordello. It's just across the border from Columbus. We can be there and back this weekend. They'll never let us go. They will if we're smart. Uh, is it not young yeah. again here? Here's what we do. Tomorrow at breakfast, just like... Don't you think he is? Doesn't he look kind of young? Yeah, he's he's back young here. Well, I don't, I don't know what you were talking about because I don't remember him ever being old. Blood. That's that all was... we got. Ugh, I just remember being really grossed out. Maybe it was here when he's talking to Nancy. He's talking to Nancy. I don't know. We were thinking Indian. Yeah, that's what I was going on a little camping trip this Ugh. Camping trip? What sort of camping trip? Well, nothing special. As far as Red Butte. Oh, right there. so oily. It's because the light's hitting him in like a certain Oh, and he's so greasy. It's like all sweaty. Ugh, it's so gross. Nancy looks so much older, too. Nancy looks really pretty. I mean, yeah. He looks like, he, like a like, skis ball. She's like, you, you gonna come with me to my family's cabin? Or whatever she says. And then he's like, no, I can't. I gotta go to Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? Like, he doesn't even care about Nancy at all. He doesn't. She's he, just... she literally doesn't even talk about her at all for the rest of the episode. The second the second they go to... Well, technically they should be out of, co- uh, out of school right now, but, you know, whatever. It's spring break. Um... Pretty much the second he goes to college, like they're they're done. I'm thinking, I'm thinking they're done. Well, they're they're done. They're done for this episode. You're not they're even done. gonna spoil the end of this episode yet, but he doesn't go to college yet. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> okay, so they're in Albuquerque. He, the the cousin, as you heard, wants to go to Columbus, which is the city that's right on the border. And okay, but wait, he says invention. He's, did he not say invention? Did his cousin Frank not say <laughs> invention? What What's a Bordeaux? Is that what he was talking it's, about? It's it's like a Is burlesque it a show. Okay, yeah, it's a it's a burlesque show. That's why they want to go to Columbus so that the two of them can go go watch this burlesque show that's like a few days away. And they're like, oh, we want to take a camping trip. Is that okay? And then the parents are like. The mom. The, the mom says, oh. The, the mama could... Frank is like, no. Yeah. She, she's like, oh, hell no. You gotta listen to this conversation because it is just ridiculous. Well, nothing special. But they like basically want to go see Red a Butte, nudie maybe? show. Red Butte's a fair distance. Well, only be away a couple of days. And and we'll be sure. I'll be careful. Yes, ma'am. Really careful. We'll be back Sunday night, so. I don't know. Don't see how they can come to any harm, Grace. Okay, that was say, the Chris? comment that I wanted to, to mention. They're in New Mexico, which is very close to the border of Mexico. And she, he's like, don't see how they could come into any harm. The freaking Mexican Revolution is like, I don't know, an hour south from them. Like, seriously? You don't think anything could happen to these kids? I don't understand. What? They weren't going to Mexico. They were just going a few, like, a day or two away. It's also extremely dangerous out in the wild like that. Like, 
There we're, we're, pro- we're probably we're probably where they were thinking was was going to be like maybe further away from the border where they were actually going to be heading towards the border maybe possibly I don't, I don't know, know man that's just not okay it just depends on wherever the heck this camping site was which who knows <laughs> I'm just let's just let's just continue um so then they go down to this this town and the craziest shit just starts right now. They're talking to this man. They're like, They're talking what are we going to do? We're going to go over the border. He's like, oh, you know what you want to do is go to this one cafe. They have really good soup. And then this guy gets shot in the heart in front of them and just dies. He gets shot like in the gut. Like he's going like. <clears throat> he's like, oh no, I'm dead. He falls over. And then these but no, bandits he's like, come. He's like chatting him up and being like, yeah, oh, you want to go? You want to have a good time, boys? Yeah, and here. they're like. And, because they're like, where's a good place we can get some food? And then, because first we're just talking about food, and then he's, like, giving them recommendations in this, like, oh, perfect spot, Alessandra. <laughs> he's already dying. Is he dying? He's already, yeah, this is him Did after. Did he get he, shot? I think he's gotten shot there. No. Yeah. Oh, guess not. He's just making a weird face. Maxie's. No. I think you boys better stay away from old Maxie. Why? They serve their chilies real hot. You see, these are total, total <laughs> innuendos. <laughs> yeah. Boys, steer clear of old Maxie's here. He's liable to give you anything. Like, where was that even shot from? Why didn't they get shot? I don't know. They're look at, look at, he's looking. The shot had to come from that way, right where they are. <sighs> it's crazy town. And then there's this tiny, this crazy shoot up. They're running around. All this stuff's just flying all over the place. I don't know what's going on. Indy and jumps then, up. And then this lady's like, he stole my dresses, blah, blah, blah. And then Indy's like, I'll get it, ma'am. And then he, like, jumps on a horse and chases after this guy. Which, dude, they're just two dresses. Like, fucking leave it. Like, why did Into Mexico. And then goes to Mexico and then gets captured. It's funny because when, when he was chasing him on the horse... They're, they had they had like knocked over a sign or something that said Mexico two miles and I was like did he really chase this guy on a horse yeah for two miles mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah and look and, and look what happened the lady's never gonna get her dresses back so Indy's in Mexico right now he goes there they're all speaking Spanish. Indy speaks Spanish, so he's being adorable because he can speak Spanish, and it's just the cutest thing. And he's and <laughs> so they they capture him. They they all surround him because he was chasing this guy for two miles on a horse, trying to get these dresses. Every every they, they, he gets circled, and um, and I can't with this episode. And they take him. They take him. So they put him with the two other prisoners where it's like some older man and then some guy who's from where? Where is he's, he's from? from um, he's from Belgium. And I, I actually have a comment about this this part here. Um, so he's he gets captured and him and this other man, this Mexican man, are going to get shot. His His only pleading defense was... Please, I have to get back to my classes. Yeah. I have to get back or my dad will kill me. Yeah. Like, like that was basically, his... Basically, that's his, his That thing. was how he was pleading with these men to not kill them. He almost gets shot. 
This poor guy. So many times. He, he almost gets shot like gets four killed. times and in I this have, episode. I have to hand it to um, SPF. He really looks frightened. Like, his face is like... It, he looks like he's going to die. Like, this guy does do a decent job. I'm not saying he's he frightened, doesn't. but he's dumb. Like, I don't... Oh, God. He's also supposed to be young still. Okay, I, this this is where that guy says... I have to be so in high school in a couple of two guys. Days. There's in, Indians guy. there, and they're both going to get shot. Ooh, there's three guys. Him, Indy, and then those two other guys. Oh. Him, too. <laughs> this guy was just like So the, the guy who whimpering. you can hear who's whimpering says something in Spanish that the subtitles do not say. And it's coming soon. No me oyeron. Fue perder clases. En unos minutos más. Vas a perder mucho más que las clases. Estoy casado, tengo niños. Okay, so this guy says, Estoy casado, tengo niños, which means, literally translated, I have, I, I am married, I have kids. And the subtitle says, Please don't kill me. <laughs> Oh my god, that's just sloppy subtitle work. I know. I was I was like reading that like he didn't say that. And then I I had to like go back and listen to what he said and I was like, yeah, he said he's married and he has children. Like, why didn't you just write that? I, I don't understand. Who was doing the subtitles for the Spanish? I don't know. And then so by some stroke stroke of like dumb luck, Pancho Villa shows up. Yeah. Okay, so what I was trying to find out in, by by looking up the Mexican Revolution was what 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 was the U.S.'s role in it? Because it it was all it was it was a revolution like in like within within Mexico. Within Mexico. Yeah. So how did the U.S. come to be, and why why did Pancho Villa hate the Americans so much? I don't know. I mean, I feel like, like why were we even there? Were well, we even there? We were because it is on our border, so it's like kind of that whole thing of like. I, I was reading that we were in two battles or something, and um, and that Woodrow Wilson, right? I don't know. That that was the president at the time. I think I was reading in 1916. Yeah, yeah. He he like didn't want to join, but he was like pressured to to make the Americans join and to help each side of the revolution. I guess it's. You know, it's also war stuff, so it's kind of like it's muddled, and there's a lot of <clears throat> a lot of stuff. The History Channel was uh was not helping me on their website. Mm. They like they like gave me a small introduction, and then they're like, "Want to learn more history? Sign up." And I'm like, "No, just give me my information. I need." There was a lot of horses, uh, a lot of people talking, and then guns firing, and Indy somehow not getting hit by anything. No, I hated. Go go back to that to that. So right after they don't get shot, yeah, um, Pancho Villa is talking to them and like basically recruits them, yeah. And then like literally minutes later, Indy is helping the guy the, the from Belgian guy. the Belgian guy, yeah, like pack yeah. up the cart. Uh-huh. And I guess he doesn't speak Spanish very well, so like some. But guy... he speaks French to him because the Belgian guy speaks French. Well, I know, but some guy walked up to them, yeah. gave them orders, yeah. and I guess the Belgian guy like misheard and was like, "Gonna shoot Indy." Yeah. He, again. He was like just about to shoot him again. 
And then he's like, literally, he told you not to just shoot me unless I acted out, unless I did something. And he said, no, I'm pretty sure and I heard like, him no. say kill you. And he's like, no, he didn't. He didn't say that. Like, because Indy's really good at, Sp- you know, really good at understanding Spanish. So he just, like, he knows what people are saying. And I think it surprises them that he knows Spanish super well. But he speaks really well. He does a good job getting getting by. He's just, like, fearing for his life right now. It's a pretty heated situation. But it is crazy that the guy's literally just going to kill him for nothing. Even though he literally just hugged him for speaking French to him earlier. It made I, no sense. I don't... I don't understand. It was just... I don't understand their dynamic. Like, I, don't I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what the, He was, like, t- treating these men that he joined the revolution with like they were buddies that they'd known forever. And it was like, but what? They had you it. just like, met this person. know these people. I know. Like... It's just so weird. And then the fact that, like, randomly in the middle of this, like, Indy just decides, like, you know, I'm going to join the revolution. Like... Like, does he... He just... I'm like, does he even know what's happening? No. Uh, so why? I don't know. He just ups and decides to join the revolution. He's like, well, screw my dad. I'm not even going to go home. The friend, when Indy's riding off on the horse, is like, what am I going to tell your dad? And I'm like, that guy's got the right priorities. Like, honestly. Uh, In the end, he's going to save his own ass because he's going to have to go back to his dad and tell him that he lost Indy. Yeah. Yeah. In Mexico. Yeah. When they were not even supposed to be anywhere near Mexico. Yeah. So he's going to get, like, all of the punishment where Indy's just like, I'm going to join the revolution. When he had the chance to leave and, like... I feel like it's just not even worth breaking down this episode for you because it is so dense, but also, like, nothing happens. If he really wanted to join the revolution, he could have easily... Could have easily, like, gone back, you know, told his dad, like, hey, I'm cool. We're all cool. He, I'm gonna he does go. write his dad a letter. That's like... Was that even sent? Was that even done? He, he basically is just, like, talking to them, like, hey, dear dad, I've joined the Mexican Revolution. He was just spitballing. That was never sent. When when do they, when, when do they find time to go find a post office? I don't know, but the end of this episode was insane. Did, just, did any of these towns even have a post office? I just gotta say that this episode probably cost so much money to make. Like, oh my god, there were so many extras and so much bombs. And there was an entire wall that got freaking bombed down. Like, can you believe how expensive this probably was? For not even a good episode. It was like, and then they find the Americans, and then there's like this American, this American guy who kills this other guy in a bar, and he's like the part of the Mexican Revolution, and then the, they're all just like, oh, and then there's a shootout. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't even want to explain it. And then, it, it and, then and then Demetri- and then Demetrius is like making side deals, like shady side deals with Pancho Villa, who, who but then, kills- but then rats them out to the Americans, and then. What? Because then we have this whole backstory with when Indy was a kid. So then we have he finds Demetrius, the guy who killed that other guy in Egypt, and we and then he took the the jackal, and then Indy's like, "You you killed my friend. You remember me?" I'm like, "He probably doesn't remember you. You were a kid, and also he's probably killed so many people. How can he remember when <laughs> he backstabs everyone that he makes deals this was with? Like ten years earlier than like I just don't." Yeah, first of all, you look nothing like you did when you were a kid. I know, he's wearing his hat now. He he, And that was the first time he said, I, I gotta play, I at least gotta play the part where he's getting the, the jackal from the guy. Because, um, 
that's a um a part he says like a line uh well i, I think i had it on oh my god on that down. fight scene I don't even... I have so many notes here, and I don't even want to... They go to, like, Hearst's Mexican castle and, like, raid the castle. Then they go and, like, watch the little newsreel about the Mexican Revolution... Or the Revolution... They, they watch the, the newsreel about the war that's World War One Going on in Europe, yeah. And so the Belgian guy's like, oh, I gotta go home. <clears throat> and then they also see what's going on in Mexico, because this is an American thing. So it's, like, all sided towards the Americans, and... Everybody's and and like Indy, and Indy is translating. Indy's translating then like starts adorably. Tran- I got it. But then he starts translating um, differently than what. And then they start shooting the screen because they were talking about Pancho Villa. Tropas de Estados Unidos visitan de cortesía a Canada. No, the screen says they visit Mexico, and he goes, um, they go to Canada? Like, as if these men can't see that the word Mexico is on the screen. I don't, I mean, they might be illiterate, but still, you know what the word Mexico looks like, right? (sighs) But it's cute, because he's, like, he's, um, doing that whole thing. Well, then that poor guy dies. Yeah, like, his friend dies, who literally almost shot him earlier in the- I just can't get over the fact that he almost got killed by these people, and then he, like, decides to be a part of their group. Well, then he talks to this guy. Oh, yeah. Then he talks to this- This was- this was, like, the one- This was the only part. This was- this this was the one, like- Whole-hearted, yeah. like yeah. scene that you that know that was that harkening back to the old ones that yeah. we watched. So, like would the, you like to explain what's going on here? All so, of this is in Spanish, so it's really hard for us to like you know play it. But so basically, they're going through a city, mm-hmm. like a little little town. Yeah, and they're they're basically like pillaging um, all of the small like farmers' houses and stuff, like taking this guy's chickens. And um, and just taking whatever the the war effort needs, um, pretty aggressively, and um, and so Indy sees that this guy is like kind of distraught because you know he's like oh like my chickens are always taking my fucking chickens, yeah. and um, and he's like he's like but hey you know the war like you know the army needs food too and you know they're 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 here to help you and then this guy this guy's like why does it matter just each each guy who comes into power either way my chickens are getting stolen so it doesn't even matter yeah it doesn't matter who's in it's charge like, this person comes they take my chickens this other person comes says it's gonna be better for you and he takes my chickens like every single time he's taking my chickens you guys now are saying that you're here for me but what do you do you take my chickens like this guy yeah this he, guy he doesn't care about up. he yeah. doesn't care about anything else he's just like this is my life you're ruining my life every time it doesn't matter who's in power it's just a different person on the head yeah the fact that you take my chickens is just means that something is still not right here. This was the only bit of philosophy we got in this entire episode. The only bit of real, true human dignity and life and war effectiveness. Was, and that's and that's disappointing. It is very because, disappointing. Because the rest you know, of it was all just big budget blowing up guys. You don't even know what side they're on shooting at you. I, it made... There was trying to, they were trying to do some heart with like one of the characters, one of the Mexican characters who Indy liked, and then he dies, and you're like, well, that's a shame because he kind of liked him, but you know, really, did you care? But seriously, just a day earlier, he was just try- he was trying to kill him, so it doesn't even matter. Hmm. Yeah. This whole, I think this was this was a very. It's very poorly done first episode for Sean Patrick Flannery. I'm gonna play this part right now. All right. He's getting the jackal from the guy. Demetrius. Yeah. 
who now has a hook hand. Yeah. Which, if, if you hear, you can hear him, like, clicking his claw like a, like a crab every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> He's caught the entire place on fire. Which, you know, isn't good for his treasures. So we got the, <laughs> we got the, 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 and he, and Sean Patrick Flannery wears the hat, wears the indie hat and the jacket the entire time in this episode. He well, the does. the second half of the episode. And he says the, the famous indie quote, it belongs in a museum. So, uh, good for, good for you. <laughs> oh, I hope it got there. And this entire thing, like, falls apart and blows up and Indy somehow gets out alive, which is what he's been doing the entire time. It's just been mildly escaping these things. At least this time he got his face bashed in. Yeah, because when when he gets out, like, this whole place is up in flames. The entire thing. Like, the whole thing. Like, I don't even know how... He blows up, he, like, falls over. I don't know how he got out of there. I don't know. And then the and then so the the Belgian guy who happens to be in Mexico for some reason, like, was part of this revolution. He's like, you know what? I watched that newsreel with you yesterday, and it made me really want to go home and fight that war. And then Indy's like, you yeah, know he what? said he said the war the war the revolutionary the Mexican Revolution War was not his war to fight, and if he was gonna die, he should die fighting for his own country back at home. Yeah, so... Which was nice, even though I didn't like him at all. No, I didn't like anybody in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing, I was like, I don't care about these people. I, yeah, I didn't like, I didn't like anybody. <laughs> Except for Sean Patrick. I don't even like the beginning. Uh, I was like, nobody's redeeming in this. I have no, and, and SPF's fine. He's not the worst. It's just... It's, it's just the, the situations that he was put in, like, it just wasn't, it... I don't think it was his best because that one little scene he had with the guy in the village was really good. And, and I you know, think we just like ones we like episodes where they get into like more meaty ideas about life and and like art and culture and we we don't get any of that in this two in these two episodes. Like this this one episode of Squish two episodes, you know? Yeah. Nothing. We, we didn't get we any. hardly get any like, you know, growing intellectually. And I think that's what we liked about the first episodes is because obviously young Indy can only get into so much shenanigans before it's all about talking about what it's what it means to be a human or something. And that's what that's the stuff we like are interested in. Not this crazy action y blowing up stuff all the time. It's not even like as fun as the Indiana Jones movies are. No. I did like Nancy at first when when it seemed like she was being like smarter than than Indy was, but then, but then she just she just fizzled out. Let's talk about the end of this episode, the most aggravating five minutes. What happens? <laughs> he literally just says. I'm going with you, man. I'm going with you to Belgium. That's right! Okay, I have a note about this. So I was like, I was like, is this how the show's gonna be? Like, yeah. is, he, is he gonna go to Europe? He's not going home? What is this show? Is he gonna go? <gasps> is he gonna go to Europe now? He didn't even finish high school. What the fuck? Yeah, I think <sighs> he will be going to uh, freaking Europe in the next episode. I don't understand. And they ride up into the sunset. And that's the end of the episode. 
<laughs> his hook made a clanking noise like, like a, a crab. crab. And he wrote it belongs in a museum. See, we have so many of the same notes. It's like the things that we cared about we wrote down and that was it. Yeah. And it's just... Uh, it's just not but it. even then that wasn't enough. Like this episode still was very disappointing. No, it, it was way over budget. Like, way too expensive for how shitty the writing was. Way too flashy, yeah. Very flashy. way too extra. You know, all you need is just a wholesome wholesome script and no, like, flashy shit, and and it would have been good. They have have all of history and, and, and information that's already there to, like, to help Indy learn. Like, those, those are, like, my favorite... My favorite things is when Indy, like, actually learns something. Yeah, we didn't learn anything. We didn't even get the revolution straight. All I learned was... Even in the Edison episode, there was nothing insightful about that. No, it was just, like... Just kind of like a Nancy Drew story, but told really shittily. I know? guess. It wasn't even, like, intriguing. I mean, and yeah, they were talking about, like, like you know, cars and... and and science and stuff, but like, yeah, but, but not really. Still, it's not like I they know. really got into any physics or anything. We didn't like learn anything. No, it was just. It was a really like it was a boring crime and like a boring clue solving one, and then like a way too flashy Mexico situation that was just like not interesting. It would have been way more interesting if the Germans were actually stealing the plans. Yeah. And then Indy just goes to Germany. I don't know. <clears throat> okay, well, apparently the next chapter is Chapter 7, Love Sweet Song, Ireland and England, 1916. Really? So maybe we'll get some cute things out of that. I want, I want, um, I want SPF to meet, uh, to meet, uh, his, uh, his, uh, what was it? Austria? Austrian girlfriend? What was her name? The one, Sophie? the Nazi? No. Yeah, she's a Nazi. No, when baby Andy met her. Oh, yeah. Sophie. Yeah, Sophie. You know, maybe he'll meet Marion in these episodes because she is some, who's an old friend of his in the first one. The very first Indiana Jones. That's true. So maybe, maybe he'll maybe meet, meet Marion in the next episode. Because he does have to find her somewhere and has to have some relationship with her before the first ep- the first movie of Indiana Jones. Yeah. And then eventually he ends up with her. It takes a long time, but... They spawn a child. They spawn a child. They spawn a... <sighs> they spawn a... What's his name? Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, I'm really I I already apologize for how crappy this podcast has been. I'm so sorry. You know what? The next episode sounds like it's going to be a lot more interesting. Really? <laughs> I hope so. Fingers crossed, man. I don't know. I'm really sorry that I have nothing interesting to say about this. All all my phalanges crossed, man. Uh, all of them. All the phalanges crossed. <laughs> that the next episode is better. Because <laughs> this was garbage. SPF, you're not you're not putting it out for us right now. 
So far, we like little Indy better than you, so you gotta step it up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> At least you don't have to deal with the mom anymore. I mean... Okay. I would take her over Nancy. Um, you can find us on Facebook. I want Miss Seymour back! Where's Miss Seymour? I know. We need freaking Miss Seymour back. Uh, you can search All By The Popcorn on Facebook, and you can find our page, All By The Popcorn. And then you can also tweet at us or follow us on Twitter at at By The Popcorn. We also have um, iTunes. Would you please uh, give us a rating uh, and review? Um, you can email us at allbythepopcorn at gmail.com or allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, and we got to update that Twitter that's not happening. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can follow it. I, I post some stuff sometimes <laughs> when I feel like it. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.